0: Alright, let's go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Tom, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, Jim. Didn't get much sleep last night. We had a uh, pretty tough loss. Headed, uh, Got in about 3 in the morning, but back at it today and um, got to have a great week. So anytime you lose, it's pretty tough. But at the same time, we got to learn from it and try to improve, get ready for the next week, learn from our mistakes and um, get back on the, on the winning track
0: you hadn't lost since November 29th uh, of last year um, and wow. the 10 game winning streak got snapped. Um, but you're used to losing in the national football league. I mean, it's, it's just a fact of life. Um, but when it hasn't happened in a long time, does it hit you differently?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's the business we're in, you know, the competition winning, losing, um, you know, you obviously wish you'd win every game, you put a lot into every week. And I think that's why people care so much because, you know, what goes into the games and goes into the preparation is a hundred percent of your, you know, physical prep, mental prep, emotional prep. And when you lose, you know, it's a big evaluation of, okay, where did we go wrong? How, why did it not work? And every player on our team is thinking, what do I need to do better so that I can get back to winning? And, you know, it's been a long time since we lost. And I think, when you can really calibrate, okay, this is the issues, you know, we're having, and these are the things we need to improve. Hopefully you can learn from the losses as much as you learn from the wins. And sometimes, you know, when you win, maybe you're not as critical uh, on yourself because you feel a little bit better. And then when you lose, you know, you're pretty tough on yourself and the team's really tough on itself. And you now you can find uh, a little extra motivation in every loss. So yeah, it's been a long time since losing and, and, uh, it was a good long run, so that obviously feels pretty good too, but we're going to have to play better football if we're going to beat really good opponents on the road like we faced yesterday.
0: You mentioned learning from losing, and, and Muhammad Ali told me uh, you know that the losses would hurt much, much worse than the physical punishment, but he also said that you have to take defeats in life, and, and while it's an awful feeling, it's an evil necessity to improve. Um, do you approach it the same way, and, and what are you trying to learn from what happened yesterday?
1: Yeah, especially in NFL football. I I think that's the thing is the NFL football is, I think why we all love it is when you see so many games like we saw yesterday, you see the Ravens had the most incredible win. I don't know how much time they had, but Lamar hits a fourth and 17 or something like that. Justin Tucker kicks a 66 yarder. I mean, literally the difference between winning and losing in that game was six inches. You know, you look at the Niner game with the Packers last night and Crosby, it's a 51 yarder. And, you know, it, the Packers go 40 yards in 35 seconds. And it's like the margin of error is razor thin. And yeah, it feels really great when you win, but if the difference between winning and losing is six inches, then it's hard to put every single bit of your emotion into six inches one way or the other. I think the reality is, is if you want to win consistently, you have to do things right consistently the right way. And no great, athlete wins all the time no great team wins all the time I mean it's very rare where you have an undefeated career they look at the major league baseball playoffs I mean the Giants just won their 100th game there's 162 games you you do lose so you have to understand that losing comes in pro sports and the fear of losing can't take away from the opportunity to persevere and perform at your highest and I think some people really why don't people make it in the NFL? Because sometimes the fear of failure is too much for people. And I think when you're in it, as long as I've been in it, as long as some of the teammates have been in it, the fear of failure isn't overwhelming. Um, I think for me, even losing a game, I would rather play and lose than not play at all. You know, so that just shows you, yeah, I'd much rather play because you enjoy the playing so much. And then even if you lose, you still enjoy the playing, although you'd much rather win. And if you want to win, you got to do things the right way consistently. So You know, we've got a good, strong team. You know, we didn't play our best yesterday. And um, if, like I said, the Rams played really well. they got a really good football team. And if we're going to beat a really good football team on the road, we got to be way more consistent than we were yesterday.
0: Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, Let's Go is brought to you by Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, serving the highest quality steaks and seafood with exceptional hospitality. Visit delfriscos.com. That's D-E-L-F-R-I-S-C-O-S.com for reservations. At one of our 16 locations nationwide as we continue with tom brady here on let's go do you remember charles corralt he used to do on the road for cbs and he rode all yeah, around definitely. in a bus long before john madden was doing it and yeah. uh, he came to the 1992 olympics and, and i worked with him at cbs and uh, he didn't know anything about sports but he was just brilliant so he said come with me and we went to the top of uh, Courcheville Mountain on the top of uh, where they were doing a ski jump, and he stood at the very top, and he said, roll the camera, and he said, the blink of an eye, the snap of a finger. That will be the difference between being immortal and known worldwide or never being heard from again. And he went on, and he did this beautiful soliloquy, but just that, the snap of a finger, the blink of an eye, six inches of a football. Um, it's a fragile existence in pro sports, and everybody wants to examine the losers and not take into account <laughs> that it is just that fingernail. Yeah. Um, when you're in it, do you evaluate it the same way or do you just move on to next week or when you lose the Super Bowl? Um, does it? Do, do you think uh, about the fragility of it all?
1: Yeah, you know, especially over the course of a 17 week season, because it's so much of a marathon. You know, you don't look at you know, three miles into your marathon, you don't go, man, that was my worst mile of my life. You know, you, you think, all right, I still got a lot ahead of me. And it doesn't mean that you don't learn and you don't take in the reasons why things didn't go well. But at the same time, you recognize that what, if you hope to achieve something, it's going to be ahead of you and not what's behind you, because you can't change the outcome of what happened in the past. And you can't change the outcome of what happened last season. You can't change the outcome of what happened last week you know even during weeks when we maybe don't have our best week of practice you can't change a wednesday practice you just have to improve thursday practice or even if you start a game you can't change the first quarter if it's already passed so what does that mean it just means you're constantly in the present and the more you're thinking about the past living in the past you know living in your memory as opposed to living in your present you know the the more challenging things become and i think really sports because they really force you to live in the moment and especially when you're on the field, you know, it brings a real life outcome to every moment. I think that's why everyone loves sports so much. It's, it's so tangible to everyone, the feelings and the emotions of in the moment reflection. But after those things pass, you have to, the important thing is to learn, but at the same time, the important thing is to look forward as well and say, how can I learn from the past to make the future better? And, and again, that speaks to sports or business or family or a lot of different things that I've been fortunate to be involved in over time. It's how do you improve things going forward? What are the solutions and not, hey, let's just think about and exist in the memories of the past. Let's think about how to improve things as we move forward.
0: As we continue with Tom Brady, I'm Jim Gray. Let's Go is brought to you by Golden Nugget Play your favorite slot and table games like blackjack, roulette, and so much more. Download the app onto your phone or play online at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. You must be 21 or over, and it's available only in Michigan and New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. It's coming soon to your state. GoldenNuggetCasino.com. And what happens when it's not you or your team? What happens when the assessment is that the folks that you're playing, like yesterday, the Rams, they're just better on this day at that time they're just better
1: yeah exactly and I think you you give them credit for that I mean I remember talking to you know different golfers and they would play Tiger Woods and they said look I can't beat him if I even if I play my best I can't beat him you know there's certain days where when Tiger Woods was being Tiger Woods you couldn't beat Tiger Woods and and you know there's certain days where teams play really well that's what I'm getting to and and if, if we don't play as well as we're capable of, and certainly in the NFL, because I think the one thing in the NFL is it's, there's so many talented teams and, and there's so many good players. You look at Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. They have an extremely talented football team. And if you don't play them and, and play your best, then the chances of them of you winning is very slim. And I think what you saw from us yesterday was a very slim chance to win because we didn't play as well as we were capable of. We, you know, in all three phases and I look at, you know, I can only reflect on what I need to do better. And there's certainly things I need to do as a quarterback to help us get off to a faster start. But, you know, there are certain games you play where, you know, you play teams that just play really well that day and you have to acknowledge them, give them credit. Hey man, that's what it takes. They played, they played better than we did yesterday, but how are we going to change the outcome of next week's game against a different opponent? And, Again, you can't let the loss eat into so much of the week of preparation that now you're still on a Wednesday when you should be looking forward, you're still looking backward. And I think our team has shown some resilience, and I guess that would be some perseverance as well, um, expecting that things are going to change as you move forward. But that is a definite that's, – that's the mental toughness of the sport as well. You've got to become mentally tough through those really challenging losses, even when, you know, look, losing sucks we don't play sports to lose. We play sports to win. And um, the things we have to change in order to be successful are the things that we're going to ultimately correct and try to do better as we move along
0: through the season. Well, you talked about looking forward. Everybody's looking forward to next week, and we will do that. Let's remind everybody, Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve, USAA Insurance. USAA! Much more with Tom Brady. His Bucs will go to New England to face his former team, the Patriots. Stay with us right here on SiriusXM.
1: Hi everyone, this is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid and I absolutely love this game. Every week we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, Include it with most subscriptions.
0: Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by Ring. With Ring, you're always home. Protect your whole home with a video doorbell, security cameras, and an award-winning alarm. You can install yourself. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a Ring alarm home security kit today. That's ring.com slash let's go. Tom, we're on to New England. Um something you probably didn't think would ever happen a few years ago is now coming uh, to pass. How are you going to handle going to new England, coming out of the opposing tunnel, uh, being on the opponent sideline of a place where you spent 20 years and had so much success?
1: Yeah, that's the reality of, of pro sports, you know, and I think, again, I think being a, having an opportunity as a free agent 18 months ago and, um, you know, choosing Tampa and then seeing that we we're going to play the AFC East, um, I knew it would be inevitable. And, um, you know, here we are kind of as we approach this week. And, um, you know, it'll be obviously a fun week. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of buildup, a lot of hype. And I know it's kind of been going on for quite a while. Um, I'm excited to go play a football game and a regular season football game and try to get back on a winning track. And I know it's against the team that I played 20 years for. And I know it's against a very quality team and a great organization and a great franchise. Um, but I'm going to do everything I can to keep it like I normally do. I mean, I feel like I put a hundred percent into every week. So it's not like I can say, well, this week I'm going to put 110% in because I try to put hundred percent in every week to, to the opponent. And, um, you know, I have a lot of obviously tremendous memories. I have some of the greatest experiences of my life took took place in the last 20 years, um, personally and professionally. And, um, you know, going back to a place that I know so well with so many friends um, will be a really exciting thing for everybody. And I think as the ball gets kicked off, I know it's going to be kind of a normal football game and I'm going to have to go do what I've always tried to do is be a great quarterback for the team that I'm playing on. And I'd love to go up there and get a win against a really great football team.
0: So when you left the organization, you know, unlike Drew Brees probably or Peyton Manning who knew that their careers were ending, you probably didn't have the opportunity to look around that stadium and look up at all the banners that you were hanging in, and, and to take in, you know, where Giselle and everybody was sitting in the box or your favorite fans or, or, or moment or, or, or the guys that shooting off the cannons and all, all the stuff that they do. Will you take that in and is there some emotion attached to that now because this kind of represents that opportunity?
1: Yeah, I think there's different types of emotions too. And I I think that's a great point is there's different emotions that are cued by different, you know, experiences and feelings. And I think when I think of 20 years in one place, you're right. I know that locker room. I know that home locker room. I know that home tunnel. I know, you know, which way the wind blows. I know everything about that. I know the way it smells. I know what a night game's like. I know what the fans are going to sound like. So in some ways that'll be really unique. I've never had that experience going to, you know, knowing England will be a first time for me being on the other sideline. So, you know, I'm not going to necessarily reminisce. I don't think this is the moment for that. And I'll have plenty of opportunities to reminisce about my football career. Um, none of it, none of which I really care to do right now because I'm so much in the moment. And um, I'm not going to be thinking about, you know, 20 years of history. I'm going to be thinking about one night of football, a Sunday night game coming off a really tough loss. They've They're coming off a really tough loss. So both teams are going to be fighting and clawing for a win. And I know it's not going to be easy. I know what this team's all about. I've sat in that meeting room. I've heard the scouting reports. I know exactly um, what they're going to, you know, attempt to do to us. And I know it's going to be a challenge for our team. So we'll use the week, you know, like we always do. We're going to try to have a great week of preparation, understand that it's a quality opponent and go out there and try to play a great football game and try to get back to, to winning. Um, obviously it's, Very tough to lose two in a row in the NFL, and uh, we don't want to be kind of on that side of the the fence.
0: Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, as we continue here with Let's Go on SiriusXM, any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, equal housing lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Once again, that's findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage. As we continue with Tom Brady, you hate yes or no questions, but do you get the sense that your teammates want to win this for you? More so than they would perhaps playing the Broncos or the Colts or somebody else?
1: Yes, I do hate yes or no questions because you're... Um, (laughs) I don't know. You know, it's up for those guys to talk about, not me. Um, I mean, I think we all... I think we're all professionals. We all want to win. I'm not the first guy that's going back to a team that he played for in the past. So, I mean, we're pretty motivated. We got a, we got a really resilient group of guys. We had a lot of tough losses last year. I think I learned a lot about my teammates last season. We have a lot of same teammates this season, but it's a different year. So, you know, if we want to win, we've got to earn it. I mean, that's, that's what football is all about. It's again, we spoke to this earlier. It's not who's the best team. It's who's the best team on this night. And this night has to be the Bucks if we're going to beat the Patriots.
0: So you're going to come out. A lot of the fans will be there. They'll be there to watch you. They'll be there to honor you. Some will be there to support you, but most will root for the Patriots. What would be your message to the fans as you now embark on going back to Gillette?
1: Well, I wouldn't expect a, you know, a, a, um, a homecoming. I mean, I think they're there to root for their team and their team is the Patriots. And I, I certainly have a lot of, people that cheered for me over the years. I know they'll probably be, um, you know, I have a lot of family there and I have a lot of friends that have wanted to go to the game. They've been asking me about tickets for six months. So there'll be a lot of excitement from them in the stands. But, um, you know, I think the home crowd at Gillette is a great, is a great crowd. And I think they're going to cheer for their team as I would expect them to. And I think if they know anything about me, they're going to know that I'm going out there to try to win the football game. So, um, I think they'll respect that about me. I certainly respect that they're there to pull for their team and that's the way sports goes And um, after the game comes and goes, you know things will happen as they will. I'm not sure um, how things unfold other than how I want them to unfold which is us to go play a great game of football and try to get again a really tough win and a great and a really great in football a football environment it was one thing I learned for the Patriots Belichick would say, listen, if you love football, then, you know, 830 on Sunday night at Gillette Stadium is the place to be. So I'll be there. My teammates will be there. We'll be ready and prepared. And it's going to be a great night of football.
0: You just mentioned Bill Belichick. Do you still hear a lot of his teachings in your head? Well, I have 20 years of 20
1: years of, of being there. And obviously, he's a great mentor for me. And um, yes, I there's definitely great lessons I've learned from him. And, um, you know, he's a great football coach and, and he's, he does a great job for his team. And, um, you know, any player, I think they would just hope that their coaches gives them everything they got. And I'm sure every great coach wants every player to give them everything they got. And I think that's what makes a great relationship.
0: So as you prepare now for the Patriots, obviously it's different than you preparing someplace else because of all the time you spent there. So you know what they're going to try to do to you and you know what it is that are their tendencies having worked against that defense for 20 years. Uh, So how do you go about things differently this week and how do you prepare for a team that, you know, you know, like the palm of your hand?
1: Yeah, I think there's some certainly some advantages, some disadvantages to, you know, situations like this. They know who I am as a player. They know what I'm looking for. I know, you know, a lot of the players, you know, Devin and uh, Dante, you know, Lawrence guy, Dietrich Weiss. John Jones and they've got some different guys as well, but um, you know, they're going to be really well-prepared. It's a tough, hard-nosed group of guys. I mean, I know the kind of football that wins up in the Northeast and it's tough, hard-nosed football. So, you know, they'll put together a good game plan. You know, they'll, they'll have confidence that they can go out there and execute it and, um, and we'll do the same. And I think ultimately it's decided by the players on the field going out to execute. It's not going to be decided by, You know, who says what on Monday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or what anyone Sunday morning thinks about the game. The game's going to be decided when the ball is kicked off and the guys go out there and try to execute their jobs. And um, we want to be the team that does it. And um, again, they're not going to make it easy. They're going to make you earn every yard. They're going to try to play well in all three phases. They're going to play try to play great complementary football. And um, we're going to try to do the same. That's what makes for a great
0: football game. Well, you just said that everybody says, you just said it's not really what matters what somebody says on today or last week or anything, but your dad kind of jumped into this. And uh, uh, he had some comments to the press this past week. Uh, Any thoughts on that, Tom?
1: Well, a little bit. I've actually prepared a statement that I wanted to say, and it's really all that I have to say on the subject. Um, Comments made by... Thomas Edward Brady, a 77-year-old insurance company CEO who should know better at this point in his life, doesn't necessarily reflect the views or positions held by his son, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. So furthermore, should Tom Sr. continue to speak out on behalf of his son without the express written consent, Tom Jr. reserves the right to eventually put him in a home against his will. That's all I have to say. (laughs) That's a great statement. Did you write that last Thursday? Uh, It's been in my head for five days, so... I'm sure
0: he's uh, got the message loud and clear. Everybody has a say about this and you're at the center of it. Are you aware of all of that? Or do you try to ignore it and block it out? Or, uh... I mean, we've done this show for a long time and you've always said, Hey, don't make this about me. Yeah. But this week is all about you and Gronk and the Patriots and your success there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I I do want to say one thing about my dad. I have the greatest dad in the world. You know, he's the most loving, caring, uh, honest man in the world. And, um, Without him, there's no way I'd be in the position that I'm in. So he's there to support me, win or lose. He's been on the field coming off year in, year out. And uh, my biggest supporter, I'm really his only son. So he's a, uh, it'd be really cool for our family to, to kind of share these moments. And there's not too many more of them. And that's the reality. There's not many more. You know, I expect to play longer, but, you know, it's a, uh, sports has brought our family together in amazing ways. And, uh, you know, it's nothing better than having, the support of your parents, your family. And also, you know, in the end of the day, that's all that really matters. You know, wins or losses, whatever those will come and go. And obviously we'd much rather win than lose, but the relationships and memories of life and what that brings to your family, whether you're in sports or whether you're just a fan of sports, they all mean so much to all of us. So uh, just grateful for the support from my parents my sisters, my wife, my kids, I got home this morning. My son said, dad, I'm so sorry you lost. Those refs, I tell you, those refs didn't help you out at all. And I said, <laughs> Benny, it's like, your dad tried hard, man. Sometimes you just don't win them all. So it's just, uh, it's the way life is. It's the way sports are. You just get up and fight another day. And, uh, you know, that's why I think I've enjoyed sports for so many years. I've had so many people that are on the journey with me. And I just so grateful and I love them all for all their support, their kindness, their caring. It brings out the best in all of us.
0: Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, like to remind everybody that this episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady is available wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe today. Please leave us a great rating and a review. You can also interact with our show by emailing us your questions at SiriusXM.com And we've got some good ones coming up here in just a few moments. You know, I know you've seen videotape of what goes on in the box while you're playing with your family. And I sat yesterday with your mom and dad uh, at the game in Los Angeles. It's excruciating for them. Every time the ball is snapped, your dad is grabbing your mom's hand and your mom's just hoping that no matter what the outcome of the play, hopefully good, that you get up and that you're fine or that you don't get touched. And do you have any idea what this family and all those who care so much about you are going through while you're standing down there trying to win a game?
1: Yeah, I've seen moments and pictures, and and uh, it's pretty amazing. You know, my wife's the same way. You know, yeah, it takes a lot for the families, for sure. They're living and dying with every play, with every snap. I try to tell them before the game, Mom, Dad, listen, it's all gravy at this point. You know, don't worry, we're good, you know. Who's had it better than us? And um, it's an amazing thing to see, uh, you know, everyone go through what we've gone through over all these years and playing on the biggest stages. And again, as a kid growing up, going to Candlestick Park as a 10-year-old kid and throwing footballs in the in the parking lot watching Joe Montana and Steve Young, I try to tell my parents now, look, we're just, it's all good. Let's enjoy it. And uh, it's it's easier said than done for all of us. I know after the game, I feel gutted, you know, when we lose. I try to keep it in perspective, but I try to move on pretty quickly. And I think the one thing that does is, you know, with some perspective on these games as you wake up the next day, win or lose, and the sun comes up. So get over it, whether you win or lose, get on to the next one, be in the present, be in
0: the moment, and live the fight another day. Tom, you want to take a couple questions from uh, some of the fans who've written in? Sure. It depends who they're from. But yes, let's start. Let's go with an anonymous one first. They didn't put their name uh, to it. What's worse, the taste of defeat? Or the Taste of Strawberries?
1: (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Neither, they both suck. (laughs) I'm taking neither.
0: All right. Now, uh, we went uh, to your Instagram account, and uh, somebody by the name of Fig, Panamaria, asks, Is it just me, or does the NFL always find a way to grant Tom Brady one of the easiest schedules in the NFL?
1: (laughs) Fig is that three G's fig? That's um. <laughs> it is. I mean, it happens. It's, yeah, it's funny. At the beginning of the, each off season, I actually send a list of, of desirable opponents to the league office. So sometimes there's Division three schools. Um, some of the some of the pop Warner's clubs. I'm trying to get them on the schedule. So as you can see, because they love me so much at the league office, they're always so accommodating. So um, that's why we played the Rams yesterday.
0: <laughs> All right, our final one is uh from Cole Don three o one. Uh, on your Instagram at Tom Brady asks play till 60 question mark oh my god
1: you bet 2060 2060 it is I'm in and just because you asked Cole Don
0: I'll go ahead and play another 39 years how about that (laughs) all right well three three really uh, insightful questions here but that was fun that's interesting (laughs) Tom I know it's a big week for you Uh, you got a lot going on appreciate your time we'll all be uh, tuned in to Foxborough on Sunday night, and we will talk to you uh, next Monday. Great. Enjoy
1: the week. Look forward to it. It's going to be a fun week of prep. As Coach Belichick always said, if you love football, 8 30 Sunday night in Foxborough, you know where to find me. Our teammates will be there. We'll be ready to go. It's going to be a hell of a game.
0: Thanks to our producer, Andy King, filling in for Snake, who's overrunning in the marathon in Berlin. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. And to our sponsors, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Del Fresco's and Golden Nugget Online Casino. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. And we will once again talk to you next Monday night to review everything that went on in Foxborough when Brady and the Bucks went back to New England.